Welcome to the daily devotional podcast of Meadowbrook Church, loving Jesus by loving people. For more information about who we are, find us online at www.meadowbrook.ca. means to elevate, to acknowledge that something is greater than ourselves, to make something greater than ourselves sometimes. In that sense, everybody worships something. It's actually not that hard to figure out what it is that we worship. A few simple questions can bring it to light. What is it that gets your time? Where do you find your thoughts dwelling? What has your energy and devotion in your life? What factors dominate your decision making? The answers to these questions will show where our hearts are at, what has our attention, and what has our affection in our lives. We are called to worship the Lord, but even for those of us who do this, we can all be pulled in devotion to other things as well. If Satan can get our time and affection onto something else besides the Lord, he is pulling worship away from God, and this is something he loves to do. He tries these tricks on Jesus as we continue looking at the temptation of Christ in Matthew chapter 4, verses 8-11, through 11, which says, Again, the devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their splendor. All this I will give you, he said, if you will bow down and worship me. Jesus said to him, Away from me, Satan, for it is written, Worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Then the devil left him and angels came and attended him. In this last temptation, Satan shows Jesus all the kingdoms of this world. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, but the kingdoms of this world are full of evil men and are part of the enemy's worldly system. Man had the earth placed into his hands at Eden, but through sin gave up authority, Satan took it. Satan offers Jesus everything in exchange for his worship. His way of working is to pull worship away from God, and the fact that Satan was willing to give up all the kingdoms of the world in order to be worshipped shows just how badly he desires this. But he's also offering a shortcut to Jesus. He's offering an easy way out. Jesus was destined to lordship over all the earth. That's what had been prophesied. Jesus is going to rule the world. But Satan's way is to make Jesus ruler of the world right now, avoiding the cross. You'll rule over everything, Satan is saying, just like was planned. But you can do it now without the agony of what's coming. Satan is trying to twist Jesus' identity and destiny into a mockery of what it's going to be. The easy road is, of course, always appealing, but it isn't always the right road. It's not even often the right road. The cross would be much harder, but Jesus would take his lordship without giving up any worship that he deserves. That path is much harder, but it is good and it is better. And with this last temptation, Jesus has had enough. Away from me, Satan, he says. Using scripture again to bear truth against Satan's lies, Jesus declares that he will not worship anyone but the Lord and serve him only, words that we can always be reminded of in our lives as well. Satan departs at that point, not for good, but at least for now. Angels come, having apparently been absent in the temptation, and they sustain him. Whatever that looked like, we may be sure that these ministering spirits came and that Jesus was better for it. Today, take some time to reflect on worship in your own heart. Looking at what gets your time, what gets your attention, what is it that you worship? If you're listening to this podcast, Jesus might be a given answer to that question, but what else is there? Is there anything else getting in the way? Is there anything where you need to declare, away from me, Satan? Give this some good thought today and pray accordingly, adjusting wherever that needs to happen in your life.